Hey guys, the show is about ready to start, but really quick, I wanted to grab your attention, tell you to have a pencil and paper ready. I have some very important information you're going to want to stick around for after the show regarding updated contact information, websites, and more. Everything's changed. Holy cow. What do I mean? Everything's ready to start. I gotta run. Stick around after the show and I'll get you filled in. Welcome to this podcast. Get ready. Here we go. GOST Radio proudly presents Random Illusions, the podcast where the occult community goes for its listening pleasure. I'm your host, Shasta Ray. Grab a cup of coffee, grab a cup of tea, or grab a glass of wine at the end of a long day if that's what you want to do. Kick back, settle in, and hang out with me for just a little bit while we chat it up about magic. Well, hello, all of you beautiful people out there. Welcome to episode six. It is so good to be here, as always. I am having water as my beverage of choice. I am joined in the studio by my giant dog, Rex, micro dog herself, Uno, my chihuahua. She's hanging out here, and I have a surprise guest. There is a spider hanging out in the corner. We had some warm weather, and I think he wandered in. It's a Disteride crocata. Don't even ask me how I can take that one down to a species by... Looking at it alone, it's the only spider I can do that with out of 800,000 different species of spiders on this planet. But they are specialty spiders that feed on roly-poly bugs. They're kind of ugly, but they're very, very gentle, and they have these great big, huge fangs. They're very ominous looking, but I've always viewed them as good luck. So he's hanging out here doing his little spider thing and keeping us all company, and the dogs are leaving him alone, so that's kind of cool. And Oddly enough, we have the first day of spring just right around the corner in less than a week. So maybe he's in here to bring up the fact that I want to do some call outs to any of you gardeners out there that raise your own magical plants for magical purposes. So if you're a practitioner of any sort and you raise your own plants in your garden, I want to hear from you. Tell me what it is that you raise and what you do with them magically. You can keep it short, sweet, and to the point. I don't need a novel, but I do need an email. And that email address is magic, with a K, M-A-G-I-C-K, at randomillusions.com. Of course, it's down in the show notes. Oh, ha-ha! There's that music. We got news flashes all over the place. So what do we got for our news tonight? Well, let's start off by saying that we just hit 500 downloads on this podcast since it started, and that is represented by people listening in 31 different countries around the globe in almost 100 different cities. So yay for all of you. This is so cool. Thank you very much for joining me every week, and it just keeps me jazzed and wanting to come back here and do another episode every week. So thank you so much. I appreciate the listens. We are also listed on Pandora. That was a hard one to get into, so that's on my app list. I'm listed on about 20 different apps now. Now, you can always listen to every episode on the website, 
www.randomillusions.com or direct on the host site, which is randomillusions.buzzsprout.com. Each of those websites have links to all the different apps. So if you are listening on an app on your phone or your mobile device, be sure and hit subscribe. It's always free. It just means that you're synced up to the podcast and that app is going to give you a notification every time I upload or publish a new episode. And on those websites I just rattled off, there's also the Facebook and Twitter links. So if you're a avid Twitter fan, you're on Twitter a lot, go ahead and follow me on Twitter because I always post that too and that'll give you some notifications. The app is always best, I think, but all of those methods of listening in works. So right on. What else do we got? We got a lot of money magic reports and stuff going on. I want to bring up one that's a non-listener. This was actually in the news. This is an honest to God news article that came up a couple days ago. There was a gentleman out there somewhere in America, wherever he was, he used the numbers, the lucky numbers off of a fortune cookie for picking his lottery numbers. I believe he bought a ticket of something in the Mega Millions or one of those games that's really high stakes. He won a half a million dollars. He four numbers off of the fortune cookie slip and then he picked his own multiplier and whatever that mega jackpot was, only matching four numbers got him a half a million dollars. The article also said that it's very well known that the numbers played off of a fortune cookie lucky numbers hit way more often than the quick pick numbers when you go in and purchase a lottery ticket and you say, oh, just give me the quick picks. Don't do that. Keep your pen and paper handy every time you listen in and write down those fortune cookie numbers. You never know when they're going to come in handy for some money. So let's uh, keep that momentum going on that. We got an email from Ginger Joe. She got a very sizable tax return that she wasn't expecting. She's been listening in every week, and she is so thrilled that she has been kicking a whole bunch of energy towards the podcast for all the listeners for this Money Magic experiment. And so thank you, Ginger Joe. I appreciate it. Don't spend it all in one place and have fun with it, all right? It's all about having a little bit of fun and treating yourself. Chris wrote in that she got $450 out of the blue and a new credit card she wasn't expecting with some awesome interest rates. Way to go, Chris. I'm, I'm happy for you. Congratulations. Nana wrote in. She had a very unusual jackpot of sorts. She's a collector. She got this huge jackpot windfall of collectibles. She's been like a kid at Christmas time going nuts and it hardly cost her anything. Normally this would have cost her a bundle had she found this great big quantity of whatever these collectibles are that she collects. And then she also commented that she purchased Success Magic by Damon Brand and has been reading that and she's anxious to get started on it. I haven't even reviewed that book yet, so way to go, Nana. She's not a regular occult practitioner, but she's been listening in every week and she's learning a lot, so way to go. I found a dime for Rex's College Fund, so that was kind of cool. I found it in a weird spot in a parking lot. And Louisa, she wrote in that she purchased the book Sigils of Power and Transformation by Adam Blackthorne that I reviewed a couple of weeks ago and is anxious to start working out of that book. She also said that once she starts getting results, she's going to let me know what those are so I can read that off and keep you all up to date on her experiences with that book. So way to go, Louisa. I'm happy that you got that. Yay for all of us. Congrats to everybody out there. And thank you. As a reminder, 
we have the upcoming experiment. I'm going to be working out of the book Moldavite Magic by Ball Cadmone. That book, of course, the link is down in the show notes. You can get it either as an ebook, you can buy the hard copy, and it's also available as an audiobook. It's a very short read, it's very thorough, it's very easy to read. Ball Cadmone does a really great, I love his writing. He is such a great author and he has such a wonderful way of explaining stuff that anyone can grasp. So we're going to work out of that. Now, if you do not have Moldavite, which is a rather expensive crystal, you can just pick up a regular old clear quartz crystal and work with that. Or if you have any knowledge of uh, rocks or you do any uh, searches on Google or whatever, you can pick a stone or a crystal that aligns with your energy work and that will help enhance it. And these crystals, some people feel like they don't really know how they work. Other people think they have a really firm grip on how they work with magic. I feel like it can enhance any magic no matter what path you're on. And really, if you're going to do any kind of meditation, if you're doing candle magic, if you're doing any kind of ritual work, pick a crystal or a stone that frequencies and energies natural to that stone align with the work that you're doing. You can wear it as a piece of jewelry. If you have a piece of jewelry made out of that particular crystal or stone, you can also sit and hold it. And it really doesn't need to be an expensive endeavor. So feel free to join in. If Here again, if you don't want to use that book specifically, but you want to join in by adding a couple crystals to your regular work, I would love to hear how it works for you. If you feel like it amps up your efforts, um, brings you better results than normal, whatever your experiences are, be sure and write in and share that with me as time passes. Okay. Now, if you don't have any kind of crystal or stone to experiment with and you're wondering where to get one, last week I had given a reference to a local shop that has some stuff with an online store and I gave that link. I also heard after that episode from Anne. Anne wrote in and she has a friend named Karen who is the proprietor of Karen's Comfort Crystals. Karen's shop is on Facebook. She does live events. She has some really awesome prices. I've been checking her out. She actually had a live event earlier tonight that I was sat in on for a while. And she's got some really cool stuff. And again, her prices are very, very fair. And when she has her online Facebook events, um, she drops her prices even more. So she has like these sale events. That's pretty cool. I will put the link below. Karen's Facebook page is facebook.com slash gembaby729. Again, the link is below. Check her out. Hit her up if you want to purchase anything. I always like to support the small business owner over the mega corporations like Amazon or whatnot. You can always buy whatever stone you're looking for off of companies like that. But really support the small business person and, you know, she's supporting the podcast. She's throwing my business cards out in front of her customers. We might get some more listeners right on. So thank you, Anne, and thank you, Karen. Hand in hand with that, I am going to introduce a new form of magic tonight that is also self-generated. You can do this with your intent, and you can combine this with any other magic that you're doing as an extra oomph, sort of like the crystals. The crystals will help amplify stuff. Candle magic will help get your intention out there. And there's very specific ways to do it. It's one of the first forms of magic I actually tried practicing early on. I was terrible at it. I didn't get the best results. But lo and behold, I found a class. This was more than 20 years ago, if that tells you my age. 
The person that taught the class is Rena Shesso, and in that class she gave everyone a copy of her book called Candle Magic, Simple Workings, Bright Invitings. Now, I've bought several different candle magic books over the years, and this is the one I continually refer back to. It's very well written. She's got a lot of just straightforward information that's very easy to understand. It's non-denominational is what I call it. So she's not pushing any kind of belief system or anything. Very thorough with how to do the candle magic, and it's very effective. And in this book, it's only about 40 pages long. She's got several different candle magic rituals or spells you can try for different purposes. She's also got banishing and protection in it and some ethics information and a little bit of extra tidbits of stuff in there. Also in this book, she has references to day of the week and what types of magic you want to do for what day of the week, how the moon phases work, and also color references. So that way when you purchase candles, if you're into all these types of references and alignments, you can line up your color of candle, your day of the week, and the moon phase, and it helps amplify your results that way also. I'm a little bit less picky these days. I'm not turning my nose up at these methods. By all means, give it a try. You'll probably be a little bit surprised. And as I've mentioned in the past, I'm a homeowner. The house that I bought is absolutely perfect. It is my dream home in every sense of the term. I could not have designed a better house had I done it myself, honestly. And I brought this into my life through candle magic. Now, the one cool thing about candle magic is those of you in stealth mode and you have people in your life that you can't let know that you're doing any kind of magic. There's a lot of us out there like that. This is another form of magic you can do just out in the open and nobody will know the difference. You might have to do a small amount of prep work on the candle, but it's worth it. And what I like to do is go to thrift stores, garage sales, yard sales, estate sales, whatever. And as time passes, you're going to pick up different candle holders. And those candle holders, you can use those specifically for your magic workings. And it seems like they kind of accumulate energy. The one that I had was a cute little house and I'd put the candle in there and I would do my candle magic to bring in the perfect home for me. And lo and behold, it did take a while because it's kind of a big thing to manifest up and get the timing to coincide with the perfect time in your life. Like I said, all things happen at the best possible time for the best possible results. And by all means, that's exactly my experience with that. I've also done candle magic for a number of things over the years, just over and over. It used to be my magic of choice early on, very non-denominational, very non-religious aspects of it. I just did the candle magic. And what I do is I abbreviate it a little bit. I don't do the day references and I've stopped doing the color references. I use a small little tea light candle and I typically buy the packs of 100 that you can get at the craft store for like $5.99. They're a a little white candle or flat and squat and they're in a little, sometimes a little plastic cup, but the ones I get are in a little aluminum cup and the candle will lift right out. And what I do is I'll put my sigils on the top of the candle Uh, or a symbol, if that's what I'm using, on the tall part, the height of it, I will take a blunt object. I have a little old pen, ballpoint pen from like the 50s. It no longer works and it works great as a scribe. You can use a toothpick for that matter. You can use a pen that no longer works or a favorite object that will kind of draw lines and stuff. But you want to 
write your intention onto the candle. And for the little tea lights, I'm going to go around it several times to get all my words in there. And all it's going to show up as is little hen scratches. You're not going to be able to read it at all. But you use your mind, center yourself a little bit, kind of calm down, push out all your other thoughts, figure out what you're asking for, and you write your intention of that ritual or that desire onto the candle. And again, you might overlap your words over and over. As long as your intention is going into that writing, that's all that matters. Put it into the candle holder. Uh, with the tea lights in particular, you want to make sure you leave them in their little cup because they'll melt all over the place if you don't. And anoint it with oil. Now, those of you in stealth mode or you want to keep things simple, you can use olive oil. It's a very sacred oil in and of itself. You don't need to get fancy with it. I use essential oils a lot of times, and one of the best ones all-purpose is frankincense oil. And I just put a couple of drops on there. There is a method of anointing the oil in a clockwise direction to bring in, if you're going to bring something into your life, and if you're going to banish or push something out of your life, you're going to anoint your candle in a counterclockwise direction. For my intents and purposes, the essential oil, the frankincense oil, immediately just absorbs into the candle that I'm using. So it just drops in there. And I say a couple words. Sometimes I keep it just silent in my mind. I'll state my intention, light that candle, let it burn all the way down. And what it does is your intention is in that wax and it is released into the universe as that candle burns. And then it's going to be returned to you. It's very simple. Here again, you can use different candle holders that represent different things. If that gives you a good visual or not, there's no hard rules with it. You can use this in conjunction with other magic you're using. You can use it as an offering. You can do all sorts of stuff with it. So feel free to start exploring this and playing with it. I really, really suggest you check out Rena Shesso's book. So here again, I'm going to put the links down below. I'm going to put a general link for her website. If you click on the book section of her website or the link for books and then scroll all the way to the bottom, there's another link for the Firebrand slash ink books. Click on that. It's going to bring up this little book called Candle Magic, Simple Workings, Bright Invitings. She also has Candle Magic 2, which I didn't know she had, and I have not explored it. As an added bonus, she also has one called Stonecraft, and she discusses different stones, crystals, what they're used for, and magic using stones. So right on. That is so awesome. She also has a rune book. All of those are 40 pages. Again, they're very short, very well written. She's an excellent author, and they're seven bucks, so you can't go wrong. Support the small business owners, support the authors, give her a little bit of love, check out her writings. And on her website, she if you're in the Denver area, she offers different classes, which I think are on hold right now due to the whole COVID thing going on. But it looks to me like she is doing tarot card readings, and she has that information on her site as well. So if you're in the Denver area and you're up for a tarot card reading, hit her up. All that information is on her website. Go check it out. She is awesome. I highly recommend her. And Rena, thank you so much for answering my message on Facebook. I appreciate having found you and thank you for giving me the link. And I'm glad you're still selling these books. Now, I discussed tea lights that I use. That's not the only way you can do candle magic. You can buy the little four inch taper candles 
They come in different colors. If you have a metaphysical shop or crystal shop you go to, a lot of those magic type stores will have candles like this that come in every color and you can get the color references if that's what you're into. If you don't have anything like that in your area, you can also buy those very easily off of Amazon. You can use a taper candle that you find at the grocery store for that matter. And all of the actions that you're going to do to prepare that candle are pretty simple, straightforward. You're going to write your intention onto the candle. You're going to anoint it clockwise to bring in, counterclockwise to push out. And then if you want to do the day of the week correlation or the moon phase, that's when you're going to burn the candle. Moon phases from the new moon to the full moon is when you do work to bring into your life. And then from the full moon down to the new moon is when you're going to do work to push things out of your life or banish. It doesn't really matter what brand of magic you practice. You can incorporate the stones, you can incorporate the crystals and the candle magic and make them all work together as one big system or not, or just do them on their own. So magic is incredibly versatile. I encourage everyone to play with it. And then there's something about burning candles that kind of takes us back to childhood. It puts us in a good mood. It's kind of magical. It makes you kind of get your head in that space. And here again with candles, nobody even needs to know that it's a magic ritual going on or that you're doing it with purpose in mind. Sometimes people freak out on that. They just don't need to know, right? Keep it to yourself. Here's another little tip. I read this recently, and this goes back into the money magic. Let's just say you're just working with a little tea light. If you have some pumpkin pie spice in your cupboard, or you go to the grocery store, get the cheapest pumpkin pie spice in the spice section. And all of the spices that that's comprised of is geared towards bringing money into your life. They're all money spices. So you can just sprinkle a little bit of that onto your tea light. If you're working with a taper, you can take just a pinch of those pumpkin pie spice and mix it in with a little bit of your olive oil and then anoint your candle with that. And that will um, help those energies attract more money. It's all about figuring out what works and what energies there are. Everything has its own energy attached. So when you do stuff that aligns with your intention, it just helps bring that into your life all the more. It's very effective. All right, guess what time it is? It's time for a tea tag. Here we go. Open up to infinity and become infinity. That's an interesting one. For the fortune cookie slip, joy shared is doubled. Sorrow shared is halved. That's an interesting one, and that's very true, because if you share your joy, it just spreads joy. If you talk about your sorrow, it helps you overcome that sorrow. So that really makes sense. I love that. That's awesome. Your fortune cookie lucky numbers for the week. Get your pencils and paper ready so you can get some big winnings. 12, 19, 38, 39, 10, and 25. Good luck with that. Let's hear about some of that money you're bringing in. Don't forget to drop me a line. Oh, shout outs. Time for shout outs. Looks like it's time to wrap up for this week. Time just flies when I'm doing this podcast. This is so much fun. All right. First shout out goes out to Ginger Joe. Way to go on those tax returns. And thanks for contributing more energy to the money magic experiment. 
Congratulations, Chris, on that $450 and your new credit card. Louisa, congratulations on buying one heck of a good book. I can't wait to hear what kind of magic you generate from that book. Nana, congratulations on your treasures. Congratulations to the random unknown lottery winner. Your act of ending up in the news has just encouraged us all on this podcast all the more, whoever you are. Big shout out to Karen and Anne with Karen's Comfort Crystals. Thanks for putting out the Random Illusions podcast business cards. Hopefully we'll get some more listeners out of that. Hopefully I can generate some sales for you. And thanks a bunch. And last but not least, thank you so much. And a big shout out to Rena Shesso with your awesome candle magic that has been another part of my magical journey. I don't even think some people realize how much they touch people and how much they affect their lives with their knowledge. It's all about sharing and helping others. So I hope all of you can do that as well. I think that's all we got for this week. So have a great week. Keep a smile on your face. Keep that bounce in your step. Keep practicing your magic. And we'll catch you next week. Bye-bye. Hey, thanks for sticking around after the show. Oh my gosh, so many changes and so many things to tell all of you about. We are officially in rerun mode. What does that mean for you? Well, hey, if you listen on your favorite podcast app, nothing is going to change. You will always be able to go back and listen to your favorite episodes and guest spots anytime you want, just as you always have. Again, nothing will change for those of you that use your favorite podcast app. Next... The website will change a little bit. It will change to www.podpage.com slash random dash illusions, or you can listen directly off the host site, www.randomillusions.buzzsprout.com. Links are now in every episode show notes. Check it out. Don't forget to follow us on Facebook, facebook.com slash radio. Twitter.com slash GOST radio. If you love YouTube, don't forget to subscribe to the Random Illusions Podcast YouTube channel, the GOST radio YouTube channel, and TikTok. Don't forget to follow us there. Links are down in the show notes. Exclusively for the listener base of Random Illusions, Tim and I are going to continue our coffee.com divinations. Just let us know if you want a rune reading by Tim or a tarot reading by Shasta and what your question is. Give us about two business days and we will respond with a thorough answer to your question, giving you some insight and maybe a little inspiration as well. If you would like to follow Tim and I as we jump into our new leadership roles and all of the new projects we are presenting and working on, don't forget to hit us up. Facebook, privately, Tim Cheesebrow. Shasta Michaels, Random Illusions, or just shoot us an email at magic, M-A-G-I-C-K, at randomillusions.com, and we will send you links as to where you can keep tabs on all of our future endeavors and adventures, and hey, you may want to get involved yourself. You never know. All right, keep your eyes and ears peeled. We will be announcing when we will be back. 
We'll see you then. Bye-bye.